0: This is the last in the peso model series we've been focused on for the past several weeks. And now, it's time to learn how to measure the effectiveness of your work, prove you're an investment, not an expense, and have your team carry you out of the building on their shoulders as you celebrate your success. Okay, so that might be a slight exaggeration, but we still are going to work through how to show how awesome you are after doing all this work. I know, this makes many of you cringe. Not my joke, though that may too, but the idea of metrics. Don't worry, we're not going to do math. We're going to look at how the data you have at your fingertips allows you to tell a story that proves the effectiveness of your PESO model program. On today's SpinSucks podcast episode, we're going to talk about metrics, measurement, attribution, MQLs, SQLs, oh my... If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. PR industry has a bad rap and we get no respect. The challenge is that for most part, what we do is not trackable. PR pros have a love-hate relationship with journalists. There isn't an industry-wide process for tracking results. For the most part, communicators don't have P&L or profit and loss responsibility, though there are some exceptions to that rule, of course. And a good portion of what we do is brand building and reputation and credibility and relationships. All of those things are incredibly challenging to measure, yet many executives expect it. The 2019 Global Communications Survey out of the Annenberg Center at USC found that while 81% of executives find earned media one of the most valuable tools for building their brands, 69% expect it to sell. For those of you who do earn media, you know what a challenge that is without an incredibly expensive piece of software that will track attribution from your efforts. Most organizations either won't invest in that or can't afford it. So what is one to do? The good news is, with a Peso model program, you can attribute your efforts, measure your work, nurture marketing-qualified leads, and prove a real return on investment. Too often, the industry as a whole continues to fall back on media impressions and advertising equivalencies, even though we know they don't mean much. They're comfortable, they give us something to report on, and executives have come to accept them as our metric. I just had a conversation with a client who asked me what the advertising equivalency was for some of the work we're doing. I actually laughed out loud. (laughs) Probably not the most mature or professional response, but I did laugh out loud. And then when he wanted to know why I was laughing, we had a bigger conversation about why that made me laugh. In a world full of data, both to help us make decisions and measure results, we have to step outside of our comfort zones and begin reporting on the things that matter, not made up metrics. For every communicator outside of the US, media impressions and AVEs are not only passe, they are fine for using them in their PR metrics reporting. AMEC invests significant time and resources to kill off this derided metric. As well, the Chartered Institute of Public Relations took it a step further and said any member using advertising equivalencies or ABEs will be banned from the organization. If a communicator is found to be using ABEs, they may be liable to disciplinary action. But here in the U.S., (laughs) when we judge award entries for the professional organizations, we find the results six section to be lacking real business results. They're focused instead on Facebook fans and number of media interviews and media impressions and placements. It hurts my analytical brain. It hurts my communications heart. PR pros win big awards for measuring their efforts that way, measuring, I would say in quotes. So why would it change? It turns out we can't have our cake and eat it too. Either we can win the big awards and display them in fancy cases in our lobbies, Or we can have a seat at the table and learn how to take advantage of data to track against the real things that sustain a business. Things such as increased revenue, shortened sales cycles, and improved margins. But here's the thing. I'm not so numbers-driven. I don't recognize the need for what one might call, quote-unquote, vanity PR metrics. It's very difficult to measure brand awareness and the effectiveness of traditional PR, both very necessary in brand building and reputation and consensus and community. Because of that, we have to find ways to measure results in ways that are meaningful to the executives who want PR to sell. I've broken down the types of things you can measure by vanity, brand awareness, and data-driven business objectives, PR metrics. Number one, vanity metric number one, fans, followers, traffic, and shares. I'm not so naive to think at the very start of your peso model program, you should not pay attention to fans, followers, traffic, and shares. After all, these numbers are the first indication that something is working or that something is wrong. Imagine if you're moving along through the process and you hadn't sudden drop in website traffic, you would immediately know something was wrong. Or in my case, you had a sudden drop in subscribers only to discover your emails were going out multiple times a day. Yeah, that was fun. The point is, fans, followers, traffic, and shares are great initial indicators of something else. They're the beginning of your data-driven story. Now you have to dig in to figure out how the story is going to end. Vanity metric number two, earned media. Because earned media is so important to CEOs and they want it to drive sales, I want to spend a little time on this one. Earned media does not just mean working with journalists. It also includes blogger and influencer relations. Nancy Marshall and I were recording a podcast episode for PR Maven, and she asked me what has changed since I started my career. I laughed and said this would age me, but I used to have to stand at the copier and make copies of all the clips we had secured. She agreed and said her agency's now president used to sit at her kitchen table and measure out the articles and then paste them into binders. We made a few jokes about having lots of glue sticks as well. Oh, those were the days. Today, because of the web, we no longer have to do that. Ah, glorious, glory days. And we no longer have to count on bunk metrics such as media impressions. We no longer have to multiply circulation by two and a half if it's a consumer publication or by five if it's a trade publication. No more made-up numbers. Now you can track how many times an article, blog post, or piece of content was shared. You can track how many visitors it sent to your website and what those visitors did. You can attribute where a customer started and how your efforts nurtured them through the sales process. Get to know Google Analytics. Really, it's non-negotiable. Get to know it. And track the traffic, views, and social shares of every article you've placed. Report to your executives the value of each campaign. In just a few minutes, I'll be back to talk to you about the data-driven metrics, the ones that will allow you to prove the work you do is an investment for the organization, not an expense. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co/spinsucks to learn more, get registered and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co/spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts. The Pace Model Certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited Payson Model Certification from Spinsucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com slash academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on Academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. Okay, I'm back. For those of you who have been in the industry for a few years, you'll remember having to sit through focus groups night after night after night, watching people on the other side of a one-sided glass talk about your products or services. I was always happy when the advertising team said we didn't need to attend. They were so boring. (laughs) The beauty with big data is we no longer have to give up our weeknights and eat pizza four nights in a row to get information about what our customers think. If you have a strong command of all of the data at your fingertips, you will be able to influence high-level decisions on product, marketing, positioning, and more. If you don't know how to sift through the data, look at taking some online courses through Coursera or Cognitive Class. Then we're going to talk about marketing qualified leads. A marketing qualified lead or an MQL is someone who is engaged with your organization and could become a customer if your PESO model program is set up correctly. At this point, I would distinguish between marketing leads and marketing qualified leads. A marketing lead is someone who might subscribe to your newsletter or your blog or join your community or follow you on social and share your content there. A marketing qualified lead is someone who does all of that and engages more such as downloading content, attending live or virtual events, and or joining your community. If they keep showing up, they want you to give them a reason to throw all their money at you. Give them that reason and move them to the next data point, which is sales qualified leads. Lots of people will argue that PR is not responsible for sales qualified leads or SQLs. And I would agree if you're just doing traditional PR. But if you're implementing a PESO model program, it is absolutely responsible for SQLs. A sales qualified lead is someone who's ready to talk to sales. Typically, they're someone who has expressed enough interest in your brand that they're ready to have that conversation. For my business, this is someone who watched a social media video ad, registered for a webinar, watched the webinar, and then booked a call for a complimentary coaching call. By the time they get on that phone call, they are sales qualified. It could also be someone who has read and shared your blog posts, followed you on social, downloaded content, opened and engaged with your emails, and perhaps attended a webinar or live stream event. However your pace model funnel is set up, knowing that it's less linear and more circular determines when somebody becomes sales qualified. If you're in a consumer business, a shortened sales cycle, the next data metric, is less important to you. But in a B2B organization, a sales cycle could be anywhere from two days to two years. Work with your sales team to figure out how long the average sale takes and set a goal to beat it. Let's say it takes 10 months. Set your goal to nine months. The best way to shorten a sales cycle? Stay top of mind. The best way to stay top of mind? Create valuable and interesting content that is shared in the places your prospects hang out. This could include email, social media, stadiums, well, when we can go back to sitting in stadiums to be able to see it, subways, websites, media outlets, and more. The better your content, the more likely your prospects are to read it. The more likely they are to read it or view it or listen to it, the more likely they are to buy from you. PR pros have ultimate control of this. And then you want to look at increased revenue, and this is what executives expect. If you don't work for a public company, having access to the revenue goals may prove to be a little difficult depending on your culture. But if your organization is run like mine, the revenue goals are very visible. Figure out how you can affect growth. If you have e-commerce, your campaigns will drive to landing pages where people can buy. If you don't sell online, your content, email, social media, media relations And other efforts will be measured through the leads you generate, how you nurture them, and how you help sales convert them. Gain access to the CRM, the Customer Relationship Management software, so you know exactly where each lead comes from and whether or not they convert. You have to have access to the software the organization uses so you can track your efforts. That is how you know how much money you're driving for the business. And as an aside, if you work for an organization that doesn't, have a goal of increasing revenue, if it's a nonprofit, a charity, something like that, then you wanna be thinking about what the organization's goals are. For most organizations, it's to make money, right? But for you, it might be more donors or more volunteers or whatever it happens to be. You still will follow the same process, but the goal will be different. As you begin to do this work, there are two metrics you can track immediately. Domain authority and search rankings for your priority keywords. For instance, we want to be known for the PESA model, so you'd better bet we not only show up on the first page of Google results, but in the first few positions. But it's not important for us to show up for adjusted gross income tips, so that's not a keyword for us. Of course, these two metrics, has your domain authority increased, and are you on the first page of Google results for your priority keywords are only the beginning. You also want to track everything we've talked about today, how your pay model program is driving qualified leads to your website and into your sales funnel. The end game here is being able to show how your efforts are bringing in cold, hard cash to your company. And that, my friends, is the ultimate goal. Prove your efforts drive sales and you'll win every time. That's it for our peso model series. If you want to learn how to implement this for your clients or for the organization for which you work and become certified, which tells everyone you know what you're doing and have done the deep work to put theory into practice, you can find us at spinsucks.com slash academy. That's spinsucks.com slash academy. I'll see you next week.